Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Michael Amity Show, episode 465. There's no one way. Last night, I was talking to uh, my friend and his wife, and we've known each other a really long time, and she was discussing a book that she'd been working on for uh, about a year, maybe a little bit over a year and a half, and she's been really doing in-depth research to try to solve a complicated problem, going into research papers, uh, just really compiling a lot of information, and just has very, you know, been very dedicated going through the whole process. But then she started expressing that she's having a really hard time sitting down and writing the book. Like it's very, very difficult. And normally when someone brings that up, the kind of responses, you know, that, that come from people who write is, you know, techniques and tricks, and while I sit down and I use this timer, or you know, just different ways that they can set up the writing habit to make sure it gets gets done. But in this case, myself and my friend, who are both uh, authors, had kind of a different take that we tried to impart to her. And I feel like this might be really valuable for people listening, whether it's about book or doing other creative things. What we ended up telling her was this, that at the end of writing a book, the words need to end up on the page. Sure, they need to be there uh, in a form that you can you know, open and read if you're putting out a book. But until they get to that point, they don't have to exist in any particular form. There's so many different ways you could create the content that goes into those words and that ends up on those pages. You could do it through interviews, you could do it through phone calls, you could do it through transcriptions. You could do it through any number of ways. So the, the point being is, writing a book is interesting because it's not just about writing a book. It's about the system that's involved uh, or that works for you in writing a book. It's not about learning how to write one. It's about learning how you write one. And then again, every book is different as well. The point is, is that there's this consistent uh evolving process of what it is to write a book and I think it was Neil Gaiman who said that he had once heard that you never know how to really write a book you only know how to write the book you're on and I completely and wholeheartedly agree with that but it expands out beyond just writing a book now let's look at life let's look at any creative project including the project of living a meaningful and creative and open life is there any way, any one way, I should say, to do it? Well, a lot of people would like to tell us that there is, but more and more, I don't think so. For me, life is becoming more and more clear. I'm starting to see the things that really matter, that um, the idea of romancing life the way that you might have romance in a relationship, if you choose to have that romance in the world and with your existence and you give love and you give that romance back the way you might in a relationship you start to see these changes in your in your life and in your world and I call that living poetically and that that's one thing that I do um, but on the other side too I've learned more and more and this is something I had a hard time with in life that so much of life is saying no to everything that is not what you want to be which it's taken so long, I'm almost embarrassed for me to really realize that. But those two things are so valuable. The clarity, the focus, and then the gratitude and the, the giving back 
are big parts of it for me. But that doesn't mean it's going to be like that for you. And just like with the book, I can tell you how to write a book, but really I'm just telling you what I do. I'm not telling you what you should do because it could be completely different. I feel like we reach for this advice because a lot of times we think we're not enough. We look at the mistakes that we perceive that we've made. We start thinking that we just don't know how to do things and we need someone else to show us the way. And sometimes those conversations can be useful, but they're only useful in the way that they point us in a direction and allow us to consider things. We eventually do what we feel is right. So I guess my message for this kind of shorter podcast, especially based on the past few, is this. There is no one way to do your life. And the way that you feel uh, that you should be living your life at the moment without the opinions of anyone else, not the, I should be doing this, but I just can't make myself do it. No, the way you feel called to live your life, the way you're generally feel, you're being brought to it, I should say, is maybe the right way. It's okay to have a moment where you don't think you should be changing something or you don't feel like you're having to ignore something about your life. You're fine as you are. And the things that you're attempting to create in your world, it's really up to you to find your way of doing it. Because just like we say, you know, I can't tell you how to write a book. And even if you've written one, the next book is completely different. Just like Neil Gaiman's quote, You don't know how to write a book. You only know how to write the book you're on. I think that works even when life. You don't truly know how to live. You only only know how to live in the moment you're in. Or you learn to live in the moment that you're in. This convoluted nature is why I stopped doing these at night. Hopefully this point got across. If you want to send me a message, you can. MichaelAmini.com, put it in the contact form. That's a good way to get me. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, lyrics, or short fiction, consider listening to my radio show, World Poetry Open Mic. We broadcast every Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can find us at worldpoetryopenmic.net. But for this podcast, the next episode will be tomorrow. So until then, keep living authentically and keep living creatively.